what is going on guys it's your boy scrub here back again with another video hope you guys are having a great day i know i am and today is going to be the uh, first episode of my new series here called ryan talks about what he wants to talk about for like 30 40 minutes once a week I've got a collection of weird news stories and just stuff I found interesting, so uh, hopefully you guys like this. If you like the idea of this series, comment, let me know what you thought. And uh, without further ado, let's hop into it. Alright, so the first thing that I've got for you guys today is somebody that's making a, a pretty solid side income, and they're doing it with something I've never thought of, but it's pretty ingenious. Kids yell poop at Alexa, and these musicians profit. Obviously, it's not surprising that little kids will kind of go up to an Alexa and scream random things at it, especially because it repeats it back. There's literally a South Park episode where that's the premise. So, you know, kids going up to Alexa and saying, Alexa, play Poopy Poop song is definitely happening from time to time, especially if you get a group of kids together messing with an Alexa. Alexa, play the fart song. Alexa, play the poop song. But what does it play? Like, you know, I've never really thought about it, but somebody has to be the guy behind the poop song making money. And sure enough, there's a dude who was down on his luck, needed a way to pay some bills, started thinking of what he could do, made the poop song, and it's been making him like $100 a month ever since. Which isn't a huge amount of money, but considering all he had to do was make a song called The Poop Song, it's really not that bad. I'm sure it's not a lyrical masterpiece, it's just super convenient that kids scream at Alexa to play the poop song often enough. There are many topics that my five-year-old and I don't see eye to eye on. How many popsicles per day is reasonable, or the virtues of sleeping past 7.30 a.m. on a Sunday. But there is one area where we are in philosophical lockstep. Poop is a funny word. So, when my son commanded our Amazon Echo Dot, Alexa, play poopy diaper. I shot him a stern look that indicated this isn't appropriate, but I'll allow it, and Alexa replied, okay, playing poopy diaper from Spotify. I was intrigued, and when the voice robot creation of one of the richest men on the planet started playing a thumping techno banger with the soaring chorus of a woman vocalist singing, I've got a poopy diaper, a poopy diaper that's me, I descended into hyperventilating, eye-watering laughter. As it turns out, there's quite a few songs that will fill Alexa requests for the whole gamut of things kindergartners might dream up. Poop, diapers, dog poop, stinky butt, farts. Alright, I don't think it's like eye-watering uh, laughter levels of funny. Maybe that's just me. My, my humor has progressed a little bit. It's funny though, I will say that. The fact that somebody out there is making money off a song called the Poopy Diaper Song, I've Got a Poopy Diaper, is a little bit humorous, man. Like, he takes that money, goes to the grocery store, and exchanges it for food. And if you think about it, he's literally exchanging the work he did on the Poopy Diaper song for real objects that he can use to sustain himself. And that's a very 21st century thing we can all get behind. But this is one of those niche markets you would never think of, but when you realize it's possible, it makes a lot of sense. Obviously, people love to listen to music, you know, kids love stupid things like stinky butt poop fart. So you merge the two together, you get a bag, because uh, I'm guessing there's a lot of people out there that love music that are never going to be on, like, Pitbull's level. But hey, if you get enough of these poopy diaper songs rolling, making you a hundred bucks a month, there you go, there's a little side income. Maybe if you get prolific enough, you can be a full-time poop artist. And I don't mean a sculpture maker, alright? Don't be a sculpture poop artist. If you want to make music about poop, that's probably about the only thing I would deem acceptable. 
the second you start saying you want to be a poop analyst or something it's it's just it's too far you're too far gone for a while the couple that made the song was making a hundred dollars a month from it and then covid hit and kids were stuck at home with little to do and frazzled parents became more willing than usual to let their kids be entertained by an electronic device the streams on Amazon for Poopy Stupid Butt skyrocketed, and it's now been streamed about 10 million times on Amazon Music, and has generated about $10,000 in total income for Helpish and Muir. Amazon did not respond to requests for comments about whether it knows how often children yell poop at Alexa, and a representative for Spotify said they're unable to determine a play method, lacking definitive proof that Amazon knows these songs are primarily played by kids to Alexa, I believe there's circumstantial evidence. The fact Amazon Music, which has a smaller sm share excuse me, of streaming market than Spotify, is used for a majority of the streams, suggests that Alexa plays are probably behind it, and lived experience tells me that kids love asking Alexa to play poop. I'm gonna admit I might be more immature than I previously thought, because the more I have to say poopy stupid butt and Alexa play poop, the funnier it's starting to get. Some of you guys are having an opposite experience right now, sitting there thinking to yourself, what in the world am I watching, and, and how did this channel get to this point? I don't know, I'm having a great time with it though. I don't know what this journalist's intentions are, and I'm not going to say what their intentions are, but if this journalist is trying to imply that, like, it's surprising that kids are making up a majority of plays on the poop song, I don't know what to tell you. And if they're also implying that there's anything wrong with that, you know, I think we can let kids enjoy the poop song. It seems pretty harmless. I feel like, really, if you are surprised that kids would gather around something that repeats things and make it say silly stuff, you must not be too familiar with how kids act. Like this lady said, kids love running up to Alexa and saying, Alexa, play poop. I've never seen it myself, but I guarantee you, if I was eight years old again and we had an Alexa in the house, I would have been making it say the funniest things I could imagine. Alexa, play Batman Pete in the Batmobile. LOL, 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 I'm just rolling on the floor dying of a laughter coma because when you're a little kid, that stuff is so funny for some reason. I have to respect the hustle, it might be a little bit different, but if that's how you're gonna get paid and you're getting paid doing it, then I, I don't know, more power to ya. Technically, this guy could say he's a professional musician. Our next story goes from poop songs to the mysterious world of giant puddles of blood with no explanation. Mysterious seven-foot pool of blood on pavement baffles investigators in Pennsylvania. Alright, I think a mysterious pool of blood should be on the list of things that investigators should be looking into. Investigators do a whole lot of investigating, it's literally their job title. But, 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 there's certain priorities. Yes, they might need to investigate where the cat went after they uh, got it out of the tree with the fire department. They might need to investigate who keeps stealing all the newspapers out of the free newspapers at the bus stop. But I feel like random pool of blood has to take priority. You don't know where the person that blood belonged to went. I wonder who the person who found this, like, called it in. Hey, what's up? I had nothing to do with any of it, but there's a huge pool of blood here, and I just feel like someone's gonna slip and fall on it. They didn't even lay out a wet floor slime before they almost bled out. Slime, sign, same thing. I I'm trying out here. English is hard. 
Somebody lost a lot of blood in the Silver Spring Township of Pennsylvania, but police don't know who or how. A large pool of blood measuring four feet by seven feet was found sorry, Saturday, August 27th in the parking lot of a retirement home. Silver Spring Police Chief Chris Robinstein said during September 1st media briefing streamed by the WHP, that there was no body, no signs of a struggle or an accident, and only blood and a pair of glasses on the pavement a short distance away. A second, smaller pool of blood was also discovered in the grass close by. All we can say about the amount of blood is a very serious injury has occurred, but the nature of the injury is a mystery, and whatever happened, it happened between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. on Saturday. We are not saying at this time that any crime has occurred to our knowledge. All right, obviously something went down and the glasses could be unrelated. I don't know, maybe some old lady dropped her glasses outside the retirement home on her way back in. Have they tested the blood to make sure it's human? How do they know that some old person that wasn't supposed to be driving snuck out to go drink and gamble, whatever old people do when they're retired, and hit a deer on the way back and was like, crap, it exploded, they they got rid of the deer, but they left the blood because they didn't know how to clean it up, they couldn't mop anymore, they're 87 years old, their back gave out from getting rid of the deer. I feel like they probably wouldn't have announced it if they hadn't run a test, but I'm gonna hold out hope that somehow this is not human-related. I'm sure they've also double-checked that the senior living facility that this was in the parking lot of does not have any missing residents. Could you imagine Grandma Ethel's been missing for a little bit? Nope, she's just been a puddle outside. She turned into pudding. That's horrible. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't know what I was thinking with that one. Ethel was a very sweet lady. She did not deserve to be turned into pudding. And Ryan, the fact you made that joke is very inconsiderate. They don't know if a crime occurred. Well, if a crime didn't occur, could a person survive pools of blood that large? Four by seven is an extremely large pool of blood. Did this person lose like half a tank and then somehow make it somewhere where they didn't need to go to the hospital? I don't know the exact amounts of blood you need to lose before it's mission critical, but I'm going to assume a 4x7 pool is approaching that point. If anyone watching this is a medical doctor, please let me know, like, okay, if it's two millimeters thick, a 4x7 pool, let's say it was like a, a two quarts of blood. You lose that, you're in a pretty bad spot. I mean, I don't know, but I'm assuming this person wouldn't be able to just pop up and run away. I still think it could be an animal. Someone could have just vaporized a deer with a big truck or something. In the days since the blood appeared, officers have canvassed the neighborhood, going door to door and speaking with residents. Investigators have reached out to hospitals near the community as well as many further from it. Nobody saw anything, according to Robinstein. A cadaver dog failed to uncover any clues, and a search by helicopter did no better. Everyone is accounted for at the retirement home, he said as well. And the high school football team played against a neighboring town on Friday night, when the incident is believed to have occurred. But police and school officials from that town haven't reported any missing persons or serious injuries, and the investigation has hit dead end after dead end. Well, whoever this person was, I don't think they're going to be able to be coming forward. If it was a person, I'm not too sure. And if this was, for some reason, related to a high school football game, then y'all are just going way too hard for high school football. I love football. Don't get it twisted. I think it's a very fun sport to watch. But if anything's going down after a football game where someone's leaking out a 4x7 pool of blood for a high school football game or just any football game, it's just too much. It's just not worth it at that point. 
I'm going to stab you because of this high school football game. Like, that's just way too crazy. If a cadaver dog wasn't able to find anything, no one's been reported missing, no hospital has injuries, could this just be a ghost messing with everybody? I know, I know, I don't usually like to go to the paranormal. However, if there's literally no other explanation, how do they know it's not like a ghost messing with them or a quote-unquote ghost Scooby-Doo style? What if someone's just playing a prank? They somehow got a bucket of blood, went out to their grandma's retirement home, and dumped it in the parking lot for some reason? This is just gonna be like the next generation J-Station's origin story. Alright guys, I'm here at the haunted parking lot where a pool of blood was found and the demons tried to possess my grandma. This next story is about flying on a plane and not the type that you're seeing in the gameplay right now, like a normal passenger jet, but a very eventful flight for everyone that was passengers. Uh, Air France, which is the biggest airline in France, is having to suspend two pilots because they started beating the crap out of each other in the middle of a flight. Air France suspends two pilots after fight in the cockpit. Listen, if you're gonna have to fight on an airplane when you're flying it, the least you could do is take it out of the cockpit, just go out in front of all the passengers, let them get a show out of it since you're going to lose your job. It has to have been something pretty crazy for them to fight over it, because you know if you're a pilot and you get in a fight in the cockpit, you're 100% getting fired. Like, Air France can't keep you on board if you're getting into fistfights while flying a plane. Anything that could potentially get the plane off track, they don't have much leeway for. And I think knocking out your co-pilot and sending him diving into the steering column is a pretty good way to get the flight off track. Uh, you see, I can explain Air France why we were nine hours late. We simply almost crashed. I had to avert it at the last second because our co-pilot kept talking smack, so I had to lay him out. All the passengers must have been so confused when the plane got grounded and the cops came on and instead of walking off with a wanted fugitive or something, they walked up to the cockpit and said, you guys gotta get out of here. You're going to jail, mister. Do you think the stewardesses snitched them out? Like, if the two pilots beat each other up and they both got in a fight and they were gonna keep it quiet because they didn't want to get in trouble, who do you think said it? Like, who do you think told the airline or do you think they accidentally hit the intercom? Maybe that's what it was. He went over the intercom. Attention, attention passengers. I just wanted to let you know that my co-pilot is a stinky pile of poop. Oh, just start beating the crap out of each other right after. Next topic has to do with science. So everyone grab your lab coats and your goggles. Get prepared just in case we got to get scientific on them. You, you always got to be ready to drip. NASA is apparently taking more and more steps to getting humans on the moon and Mars. And they took a huge step with the Mars thing because they were able to get oxygen out of Mars's atmosphere. Humans a step closer to Mars after NASA creates oxygen from its atmosphere. So obviously there's a huge, huge problem with living on most planets because if we don't have oxygen, we can't really do a whole lot of breathing, which is important. Ask the person who lost a four by seven pool of blood in Pennsylvania. If you can't breathe anymore, the staying alive part gets very difficult. Part one, now they just got to figure out food and water, but being able to create oxygen out of the things that are available in the atmosphere of Mars is a great step towards being able to live there. 
And pretty soon, Elon Musk is going to become the first human being to own an entire planet. And you have to have at least six Teslas, seven, whatever. However much money he needs to buy Mars, he's going to have to make that much. So he's going to set the threshold pretty high. And only people that own that amount of Teslas are going to be allowed there. So get used to it. Jeff Bezos is probably going to take over the Earth and then they'll have billionaire battles where they just send rockets back and forth. Seriously, I think we got to figure out a lot of the problems on Earth before we commit to the whole other planet thing. I'm not saying that it's not scientifically incredible. Kudos to all the scientists over at NASA. Round of applause. You guys you guys are way smarter than me. But, but, do you ever think that maybe before we go to Mars, we should figure out, like, the whole uh, famine thing here? A little bit of the American cities not having clean drinking water. I'm all for space exploration, but before we go colonize another planet, we should probably perfect this one. And our final story of the day, ladies and gents, involves Call of Duty, which is one of my near and dear franchises. It's just something I've played a lot, so unfortunately, I care about the franchise. I know, I know, it sucks. If I could pick a franchise to have to like, it would not be this one. It's just the one that I got attached to when I was young, so now I'm stuck with it. Either way, as you guys are probably aware of, Microsoft went ahead and bought the people that make Call of Duty, Activision Blizzard. And ever since then, there's been a lot of talk about if Microsoft is going to take it off of PlayStation, make it an Xbox exclusive, which would be nuts simply because I feel like it prints money, especially with Warzone. It would be stupid to take it off PlayStation. It'd be bad PR, but they could do it. But they've officially come out and said whether or not they're going to ever consider taking it off PlayStation. PlayStation. Microsoft Chief promises Call of Duty will be on PlayStation for several more years. With the current state of Call of Duty in Warzone, it would be dumb for them to take it off PlayStation, but I saw a lot of people surprised that he left it open-ended and didn't say, it'll always be on PlayStation. And if you expected him to say that, I've got bad news for you that I think people forget sometimes. Uh, These are businesses at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen. They don't care about making a good video game. They care about making money. And if Microsoft ever finds itself in a position where they can A, make PlayStation make less money, and B, make themselves make more money, then they will 100% take Call of Duty off of PlayStation. And you're crazy if you don't think they would do it. Right now, in the current moment, with the current climate, they can't do it. There'd be backlash. It would make them unpopular. But if in three years things have changed and they know that they can deliver like a death blow to PlayStation by taking it off the PlayStation network, then they're definitely going to do it. Oh, but I bought a PlayStation. Yeah, Microsoft don't care, bro. Microsoft don't care. I'm not saying that I like it being this way. I'm not saying that it's fair. Don't get it twisted. I'm not a Microsoft stan, but that's just what they will do if given the opportunity. Microsoft isn't known for being super kind and courteous. In fact, if you look at what they've tried to do with the previous generations, buying up exclusives, all this stuff, of course they would want to get rid of PlayStation and take Call of Duty away at some, just right now it doesn't make sense. And of course, the more that they try to push this Xbox Game Pass thing, which is why they're buying all the publishers, the more and more power they're going to be able to have. If they keep buying up publishers at the rate they are, they're going to be able to just make most games an exclusive. I don't think that would be best for the gaming industry. I'm just saying, be on the lookout, because Microsoft has been gobbling up these companies like it's literal candy. 
But uh, yeah, on that note, that's all the stories I've got for today. If you guys like this series, I will make it longer. I found more news series, or news stories, sorry, but I was just kind of like, eh, if they're not going to like it, I'm not going to make some hour video right now. But if you like this series, I'll do more. And that offer in the beginning of the video was real. Whatever the best comment is that has an idea for the name of this series, I will use it. I need one, so comment it down below. And uh, you'll probably see some more uploads this week. I think I'm going to try uploading the individual stories like kind of like a clip, like a, like a mini podcast type of vibe. So be on the lookout for that. But I'm trying something new. So if you want to support it, feel free. And uh, yeah, on that note, that'll really do it. Like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. I'll see you guys next time. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>